It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. For the cheeseheads who want it fresh, and the ones who think Lambeau is a cathedral, this is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. Pressure. Pressure, 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 pressure. We have been so high on this defensive front all offseason, and you really, really saw why. Now, again, I don't think we you mentioned it. This Bears offensive line is very good. However, you have a very mobile quarterback in Justin Fields who is clearly very difficult to take down, and I really thought this team did a nice job of getting to him and causing a lot of disruption. Everyone was involved. Devontae Wyatt looks like he's really coming together. Kenny Clark was in there. JJ Anigbari was in there. Rashawn Gary only played 12 snaps, five pressures out of his like 10 or 12 snaps. Like he is so back. Should have had a um, sack, but it got Should have had a sack. Right. Like everyone is getting involved. You see Lucas Van Ness chase Justin Fields down and and I think it was either a sack or he pushed him out of bounds. Either way, he got him it was a sack. Got him down. Not many, not many guys can do that. So this team is just full of like freak athletes who are really starting to put it together and not just pressure, but a really nice day on the ground for the Packers. Something that has been their Achilles heel for a really long time. They handled the run game quite nicely. And I think not just the front, but the whole unit got involved in the run game, right? You saw DBs getting in there and uh, tackle having tackles for losses. Quay and Devondre Campbell manning the middle of the field very nicely. Just the whole unit handled the run game the way that Kenny warned us that they would, given the changes Joe Barry was going to make there. Yeah, and I mean, I think from what we've seen from this team and how this defense has been constructed on paper, like, this is what you expect from them. And I think why I've been so frustrated and so like ready to to just engage with Bears fans, which is not normally what I do. It's not my like style of football fandom to like to to talk smack to other fans. But going into the game, right, it was that we've got a new king of the north. The Bears are going to take over. And then after the game, the narrative completely changed to, well, our offensive game plan sucked. And well, it's just the Bears. We were the worst team in the league last year. Like, nobody's willing to give the Packers any flowers because th- it was just the Bears. And that ca- that doesn't get to be your narrative. You can't change that now. Justin Jones wanted to come out and say that Packers fans are clueless and the Packers suck, and he didn't have a single stat. Jaquan Brisker, who I loved so much in the draft, was talking about how this was their division now, right? Like, you can't talk all that talk and then 
when the opportunity comes to back it up, be like, well, it was really, it was our own fault that we didn't play well. No, just like give the Packers some of their flowers. This defense played really well. They held the Bears to three of 13, so 23% on third down. Justin Fields had 59 yards on nine scrambles. He was the league's seventh leading rusher last season as a quarterback, seventh leading rusher. And they held him to 59 yards. Yep. Like, give them. DJ Moore, for all that talk, <laughs> two catches, 25 yards. Thank you, Jair Alexander. And Chase Claypool had a big fat zero opposite Razul Douglas. And, like, and the thing is, we came on this show and we said, DJ Moore, awesome addition for the Bears. Really smart trade. Get your picks. You get your right tackle of the future. Like, Packers fans were more than willing to be like, yeah, the Bears are making strides. This division's wide open. The Bears could show some improvement. But now, all of a sudden, after making the best moves of the offseason and, you know, acquiring DJ Moore, all of a sudden now, oh, well, the GM is dumb. We shouldn't have done that. We gave up too much for a wide receiver. Like, no, 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 Bears fans. You made your bed. Lay in it. That's all. I, I can't. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Well, I think that the Packers just like played well. Um, I don't. I don't care about what. I don't. I don't care about what fans have to say at all. Um, like the DBs played really physically, really well, and I really liked that Joe Barry has obviously made some adjustments and allowed his corners to shadow the number one and number two receivers. I don't know if that's going to be something that they ha- do, you know, consistently going forward as much as they did on as many snaps because. Some teams will have, you know, more than two weapons to cover and then they'll have to play a little bit more. Like zone. Falcons. Yeah, exactly. Like a number of the teams that they're going to see this season. But I really love the way that they played. I loved their physicality. Darnell Savage, leading tackler in this yes. game. I thought he looked really nice, was flying around the field. I hope that they continue to use him in a way that's more complementary to his skill set. I am not a big Rudy Ford fan. I think after this game, I feel like he's a little bit more of a liability than he aids. But I did think that he, again, played really physical and came in for a lot of assistance in the run game. So I'm very curious to see still what they do with the safety position moving forward. I have a feeling just because this performance was really nice, they'll probably give Ford the nod opposite Savage again next week. But um, you just got to see the whole unit in. And... um, you just got to see the whole unit in. And, you know, Carrington Valentine got some snaps at the end of this game. Against DJ Moore, yeah. And yep. Um, locked him down. Yeah. Yep. You know, they put Jonathan Owens in as well for a little while. So it says a lot, I have to say. It says a lot that, you know, you're playing your backups week one in the fourth quarter. And that, that's, that's wow. Yeah, and I'm – like Matt LaFleur had said too, like this is a rookie class that loves ball. Like Lucas Van Ness and Carl Brooks both had their first sacks in their first NFL game. You know, we talked about Jaden Reed on offense. 
but his punt return was for 35 yards was such an underrated like piece of flipping the field to give the Packers really good field position. Anders Carlson obviously had a kick that oh, would have been good go from special teams now. <laughs> he had a kick that would have been good from Milwaukee, right? Like just all of the rookies, Carrington Valentine, we just talked about, everybody had just a really, really nice first game. And you know, Goot was like up in his box or wherever he was, just like rubbing his hands together. Like <laughs> this is this is why he picked the players that he did. And to see them all have immediate impacts was really cool. Well, they're gonna have to. That's the other thing too. Right. It's like you're seeing it, and like I'm not like taking away from the fact that they did because if they didn't, you would understand it a little bit. Like mm-hmm. they're rookies; it's their yeah. very first. It's their very first season. But knowing how important they are to the success of this team, it's a really nice sign to see that they were super impactful, like right off the jump. Um, all right, you talked about it, but special teams. Special teams had a really nice day. Um, gave the Packers really good field position, which I think actually cannot be understated how important that is for a a starter uh, at the quarterback position. Like Jordan Love did not have to drive the entire length of the field at all in this game. And there are going to be moments where he's going to, and guess what? That's great. He needs to practice how to do that. But both Nixon and Reed being really nice return guys is huge it was just like very complimentary football I would say very complimentary football in this game yeah I mean like you even had Matt LaFleur joking about it right like he said oh we were just trying to test Anders I didn't get the play calls in it was a high snap like everything that could have gone wrong arguably did go wrong on his first field goal attempt and he just dead center that thing that thing would have been good from like 70 yards you know like it was just so impressive and that's why you weather the growing pains because, you know, Daniel Whelan, also his first NFL start, there was a cool stat where it was like the first time in Packers history that they had a punter and kicker starting their first NFL games together. Like they've always had one vet in the room. So just really impressive debut for them, too, when we're so used to them honestly being kind of a liability. So the yes. fact that they played so well 